for all my people out there that got a job. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to my show. I am Brianna, a.k.a. Bree the Black Sheep, a.k.a. the Black Bachelorette. Because I don't want these niggas, these niggas want me. And I'm joined today by my best friend, D-Love. Hey. Hello. How y'all doing? <laughs> um, we had, we've been friends five years. We've worked at the post office here. Well, maybe it's been six now. It's been a long time. It's, been, it's definitely been about six. Six, yeah. six and a half. So, um... Yeah, this is my girl. Most of the time, she's the one that's in Austin, so we spend a lot of time together. If not together, we're on the phone all the time. Yes. So I'm so excited to finally have her on the podcast. And basically, this episode is just like in it. It is what it is episode. I've been running all day, and we were supposed to be recording Monday, and then we moved it to Sunday, and now we are here on Saturday, and we're just recording, and I had such a day. I spent all day, and smithville which is like an hour away from where i live at a kid's birthday party and shout out to you Maris, because that's one of my daughter's best friend's mom and we spent all day out there and everybody was white at the party but me because you know that's what happens when you're black <laughs> and um they were cool as shit like i love mary she's one of those people that like no matter what she treats me like family and we hadn't seen each other in years and i just had such a great time so how have you been d what's been going on I've been pretty good. Um, not you, too much has been going on. You know, just being a mom, taking care of the kids. What you did today? Trying to deal with this virtual school shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have two you know girls and is. D has two sons. And yes. her youngest and my youngest isn't in school, but the oldest is, right? Yes. Yes. And let me tell you, that just gives me a whole new respect for these teachers out here because that shit is complicated yeah it's ridiculous it i feel like the kids definitely. have their own meetings and they have their own nine to fives yes it's terrible so yeah you guys we're just gonna have a conversation today i also am gonna celebrate that it being the first of the first week of october and i'm gonna tell you guys a very chilling story just to get us in the mood because i love october i love fall of everything halloween but just to start it off i told y'all every week when i have a guest we're going to play discretion, which is the black, basically taboo. And last week, <laughs> I mean, the week before last, Fifi got, I think, maybe three or four points. So let's see. Let's see D how I do. <laughs> can beat that. All right. Two minutes on the clock. Okay. So we used to all watch this back in the day if we didn't have any cable. And women uh, was always taking their niggas on there to see if they had their baby or not maury okay but it's talk shows daytime shows the whole thing you said it already but it's talk show it's what the, the whole name is uh i feel like that's basically it it's the Mari show but okay so wait i'm that not counts. I'm trying to, i got okay. it that was a, that counts. <laughs> okay show, okay um this is when like um someone's doing something on the cool like well mm, you doing this uh, low key yes Ooh. okay this is all them hoes that at i ain't gonna say that at, <laughs> that don't really like us because they be acting real shady mm, more like uh, not uh not friendly not um facts not um fake yes oh how did you get that what color are we black bam um this is what people seem okay I, mm, uh, 
people praise inside of on Sundays we Church. go here. Yes, but what do they it's the name of the type of thing that they do. Like they shout. Yes, but what is that type of anthem called? It's like, oh, I'm singing this type of genre of music. It's uh, what gospel. is that? Yes. Um what do we you get them done you get these My done. Nails. Okay, but what is the stuff called that you put on it? Designs. No. The it's uh, the thing diamonds. that no, it's the, the chemical they use. The acrylic. Yes. Um, we have a parade for this and it's the time it's after it's before it's after May. It's the month after May. June. And we have festivals. Okay, that's the first word. Juneteenth. Yes. Um uh, can I say no, I can't say that. Uh all these black people had a show. It was a cartoon. It's really good. Damn. You would have got that. <laughs> okay. Think about oh, it. It was a cartoon. The PJs. No, everyone watched it and they had twins on there. Proud family. Yes. I just needed a little bit more. She got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hey, Fifi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> I just want you to know that um, I know you're my best friend for longer, but got some competition, bitch. Anyways. <laughs> So guys, I wanted to bring you this story. I know it's October. I wanted to kind of just have like a, a creepy thing to tell y'all, maybe a chilling story for the first week of October. I love Halloween and everything about just being scared. You know, I'm always that friend that wants to watch scary movies. My other friends think I'm like a sadist or I'm crazy. I probably am, whatever. And um, I just really, really like to be scared. So I was doing some research trying to find like a good thing for y'all to to just read up on. And I looked up the Salem witch trials, just well, witch, witch trials and witch hunts in general. And I know everyone's thinking like, oh, that's a 1600 type of thing. Which and, is what uh, I thought. Yeah, D thought that too. Because the Salem witch trials happened in 1600. But what you don't know is still in the 21st century today, people are still hunting witches. Really just women who they think, I don't know, should wear too much black. Like anything. <laughs> you can literally do anything and be accused of being a witch and be murdered. So I wanted to bring you guys the story of Kapori Leonata. She's a 20-year-old woman. She she has a six-year-old daughter. And um, she was suspected of being a witch. So black magic would is often suspected when misfortune strikes, especially after the unexplained death of a young man. So um, so favorite. it's just of a young man? Well, there are rare times when like a young girl dies and the family gets outraged enough to, you know, but it's particular, particularly when a young boy dies because what their belief is is that young boys grow mm -hmm. up and have long, long lives. So whenever a boy is super young and he dies of mysterious causes, that is automatically suspicion of them to think it was a witch. They just know for a fact that that is what it is. Sounds for absolute girl i mean is the the whole world what are we talking about <laughs> that's what we talking about <laughs> so so um on february 5th or actually february 4th this boy falls ill and they you know they didn't put his name in there to protect his identity he falls ill then he goes to the hospital the next day he passes away and he had flu like symptoms this is in 2013 actually it's not that long ago guys seven years he has flu-like symptoms, but I guess wherever they are, they didn't have the means or the resources to heal him. He dies. For absolutely no reason at all, they target Kapari. 
young Kapari because she's only 20 years old. I have no idea what led them to believe that she was a witch, but she was the one in town they just felt like possessed some type of powers. And they accused her, and even though her and her daughter spoke out and said that they had nothing to do with this boy, she knew that they would target her and be after her. So she hid in the woods for the, the whole day, and she went to the police and tried to explain to them what was going on. Nobody would help her. The police wow. told her they absolutely could not help her and did nothing to protect her and her six-year-old daughter. Wow. So, yeah. So given the high number of reported sorcery-related attacks, like, against women, the authorities don't do much to deal with, like, the crimes. It, it, as long as the public believes that it could be a witch or that it's happening, that's enough for the police to be like, I'm backing off. Because the culture and belief is so strong that... They truly believe that's what's happening. That's what I try to get people to believe about, to, to see about culture. Like, culture can make you sick. Like, it's right. nice to have, to believe in certain things that you believe in Christianity or whatever your beliefs are. But it are. can also be poisonous. It can be very poisonous because however you were taught or conditioned, it is just that. To the point where it can literally lead to the death or torture of, of anyone. It's, or if you, if you're just, it's so poisonous that, like, if you go against the grain, then... You're punished yeah, for it. You're punished. I just want or everyone. Just being, a, just being a little different. Like, and everybody else feeling like, okay, well, it must be this because that's just, that's crazy. Which the culture is, yeah. Because, you know, like, you and kind of the rest of the world has a culture that women should shave. And we know that my underarms is hairy right now. <laughs> and y'all niggas be looking at me crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know why it's so against the grain. That is so unladylike. Yeah. <laughs> Dee told me her cousin called her and was like, yo, I love Brie, but I can't do the underarms. I, I, I just can't. I don't know what's going on. Like, y'all, it's, it's, it's crazy. Look, look, sis, that, is see? No. that is a bit much. <laughs> Anyways, back to the story, guys. <laughs> The point is culture can be so thick that literally all you have to do is get people to believe something and they will it will be true. It doesn't matter what the law is. And I know this is happening in like Papua New Guinea. But it, even here, it just goes to prove that if you believe something and you get other people to believe it, you can literally do anything that you want. It doesn't matter what the law is. That's all you right. really kind of have to do to just escape it. So. They So she hides out or whatever, and she goes to the cops. They do nothing about it. Well, the people of the town find her. And again, she has absolutely no relation to this little boy whatsoever. She is just a person in town, they suspect. And it really goes to show you just how deep grief is. Like, these parents lost their son, and they just need an explanation. Like, I refuse mm -hmm. to believe that God or whoever we believe in took my child from me. Mm -hmm. So I have to believe that it was a witch. So what do they do? They hunt this woman down. They find her. And let me just tell you guys the things that they do to this woman. So on February 6, 2013, a witness says that it is a date that will be forever etched into his memory. He was one of the hundred witnesses to watch the lynching of Kapari Leonata. A hundred people hundred stood around and watched. People watched it. And not one person tried to stop it. Her dad apparently was there, but and they, there were so many people they held back. And they said there was a couple cops trying to stop it, but it was just kind of like, well, they were overwhelming. Right. You know, we're we're just not even going to fight it. So guys, they tied her up, got tires from a big truck, 
and they said she stood helplessly. She had been tortured with a hot iron rod, was bound and gagged, and then dumped into the pile of, of tires, and they lit her on fire. Oh, my God. And not only that, they um, they raped her with machetes. They stabbed her, you know, like basically raping her with, with a machete. They tortured her horribly before then setting her on fire. And they said she didn't die quickly. It took about 30 minutes. And though some people were horrified, everyone just watched. It was a busy street. And it was, this is 2013, guys. Like, this is literally seven years ago. This is not some, like, third world country where it's like, oh, it's just huts out there. And people who just have, no, it's the same as here. It's just another country. Right. Literally. And they all watched this woman die and had absolutely no evidence she was guilty just because off of their assumptions off of their assumptions that is i i can't even they said there the patriarch is just so thick that they're able to do things like this and get away with it and get away with it and i'm gonna we're gonna come back around to the reason why i wanted to say this and and about the patriarch because it's just i know we sometimes think we're safe because we're in the united states but yeah we'll, we'll come back to that but not only that, after, you know, she ends up dying, after that, a couple uh, days go by, they get upset thinking about her six-year-old daughter. They're like, she's a witch. Her daughter must be a witch. Mm-hmm. So maybe her daughter might grow up and end up getting so mad at us for, you know, you know, mutilating. And want to, like, take this revenge. Killing her mom yeah. that she may want revenge. So let's torture her. So they tortured this six-year-old, six-year-old girl for five days. I'm not, a, I'm not gonna go through each and everything that they did to her, but one of the things they did was also get a machete and just peel back pieces of her flesh. Just, oh, just wow. rip up her flesh. Yeah, at six, six years, years old. old. My baby is eight. I just know somewhere in me, like, I, sometimes I be feeling like I have powers or, or something's going on. Let me tell you, if I die and y'all do that to my baby, I'ma hunt y'all. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Cardi B voice. <laughs> Forever. I will I never let y'all rest. If you ever thought my daughter was going to be the one that grew up and got vengeance, you forgot about my spirit. Right. Yeah. So this story just was like so chilling to me because you think that stuff like that, because I used to study the Salem witch trials in school and it was, I was so like enamored with it. I just like couldn't believe that this was happening to women. And at that time, you know, I feel like I was probably always a feminist, but I didn't really know. Mm hmm. Just thinking that that could happen to women, it was like, it was a safety reading about it and knowing it could never happen to me. There's not going to be any men to do this to me. But it was just so interesting to know that, like, for no reason at all, for no proof at all, they were able to to kill these women and have so many people watch and openly do, do it. That's not the end of the story. A year later, they are put on trial for it. I think it's three boys, two or three boys are put on trial for it. Don't even get convicted. Yeah, so she just walk away. Got- she was just murdered in front of everyone. There's photos of it, everything, and absolutely nothing happened to them. Public opinion. That is wild. It's, it's wild. That's and beyond wild. It's so you disgusting. say with this, you know, because I haven't been, like, I haven't done, like, a lot of research with, like, witches and stuff. So this is primarily women, like, as if men could not, could not be, be witches. Yeah. So this is all 
And and I even read in there somewhere that it said that her boyfriend, they thought her boyfriend had something to do with it, but they just completely, like, he fled, and they were like, all right, whatever, go, but we're going to get your girl. Yeah. So I don't know if it started with him or they had suspicions he did something and they took it out on her, but, yeah, I feel like there's no evidence of, like, them thinking a man could have been a wish. They just truly believe that, that when a, some young boy dies, some woman is responsible for it in this village. And it's really scary because these women who may just be practicing what their religion is and they're not even trying to cast spells or anything on people just literally get target because right. they, they hear about it, know about it. They said that there's boys as young as eight years old running in packs and doing this to women. They've been doing this for years and centuries and just being able like think about an eight year old boy being taught so heavily on his culture that if someone's a witch to kill him, that he gets his friends together and they literally go out and kill women. Right. And, and there was like, what a if group she's just like sitting down and praying and they look through her window and they see her praying. And, oh, she's practicing witchcraft. There's there's movies like that where they literally saw them do something that to them was so weird. And then the more the woman denies it, they're like, no, you are because you're denying it so much. Actually, let's put you in the water and put rocks on you. And if you sink and you die, you were human. But if you float or you get your way to the top somehow, you were a witch. So. Wow. How do I prove myself? Die. I mean, like, it's a lose-lose. Right. Yeah. But it's just, to me, a full circle moment because you think that we're so safe in the United States and you think about this happened in 2013. It's happening in a whole other country. It's happening in Asia. It's happening in another continent that you feel like we're safe here. But the state of the world is we're really not. Like, mm-hmm. at this point in time, the top of all of our government is white men. And they control what we can do with our bodies. So even though this may not seem like, oh, that's not the same thing. Yes, it is. Because all it takes is popular opinion. All it takes is all these white men who don't even have reproductive systems Mm -hmm. or have a woman's body to make the laws for a woman's body. They're trying to outlaw abortion or whatever. And even if that's your your opinion or you think that's what happened, these people should not have the power the power over our own bodies right and it starts that small you may think that it's well that's just abortion don't get pregnant no the more that we allow them to do things like that the more they can put more and more restrictions on our body mm-hmm. tell us what we can and can't do back in the day we only could wear skirts like those are things that you think like there are laws upholded to make sure that women stay in the place there and are you crying Mm-mm. Oh, I'm, I'm like, please don't cry. <laughs> um, <laughs> she started rubbing her eye, y'all. Me out. <laughs> and if you was, bitch, you better stop. Right. <laughs> I just want you guys to know just how like serious that can be and why it's like important to vote or why it's important to change the mindsets of people around you. Like, even as a woman, like it is so important to bring down the patriarch because Stuff like this can happen. All it yeah. takes is public opinion. She literally went to the cops in 2013 and she was still burned alive. And there's pictures. You can still look at this woman's pictures of her body being burned right in front of her child. And then they tortured her daughter for five days. So we we have to fight the patriarchy. We have to fight things like this happening because it's still happening now. Mm-hmm. And I know it's October and that shit is creepy as shit, but it's a reality. Mm-hmm. Like... It's still happening in the world. I don't know why, as Americans, we feel so entitled and safe. Like, nothing like this can happen to us. We're still dealing with it now. So that was a little share I want to do with you guys. You can go do your research if you want to and go look it up. It's super tragic. And to me, just like, oh, I got chills reading the story. And the fact that on August 10th is World Day Against 
witch hunts and that's my birthday and I just thought that that spoke to me for a reason because I've I've got to send a message and get the word out that shit like this is just not okay and they said still now there's still women being tortured abused and it's not making headlines because it's just so like accustomed it must be normal it's it's a norm it is literally a norm in their country and oof girl it's just heavy to see the pictures of her and just see that like she was already 20 with a six-year-old child doing the best she could and Mm -hmm. she nobody was there to protect her right yeah anyways let me let us pay these bills get these drinks in let's take a break (laughs) maybe i need some milk Okay, anyways. <laughs> anyways, y'all, we're back. We me and me and Dio here having a crazy ass conversation. <laughs> but I just kinda wanted to dwell a little bit into our lives and just, you know, shoot shoot the shit with each other and just see what's going on with you because me and my best friend have some crazy ass conversations and let me share it with y'all. <laughs> so before we got on here, my producer was just kind of talking to us and asking us about life. And we got on the subject of, you know, he doesn't have kids. And he was talking about how, you know, he's scared to have kids because he doesn't know. He hears from a lot of people that you kind of give up your whole life. Mm-hmm. And we were telling him that, like, we had kids at a young age. You know, I had my baby. Yeah. We both we had both our were kids 19. at 19. Yeah. I think we both had our second kids the same age, too. What, 27? Was it 20? No, no, 20. 20. I was 26. Whatever. Anyway, I know we, we were, were the same, same age. age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were the same age and we were just talking about like how when you're a woman, you do give up your whole life. Like I, my baby daddy literally didn't give up nothing. Nigga didn't even give up like nothing. Like didn't yeah. give up any small part of his life at all. His life kept the same way, but we truly gave up our lives at 19 because we had kids so right. young. Mm-hmm. Getting like right out of high school and you know, not experiencing a whole lot in high school because, Anything. you know, you're in high school. So having a baby like fresh out of high school, of course, you're going to give up like going out. Like as soon as you graduate, that's like when you want to go out and party. And that's what I wanted to do. But I had a baby and my mom was like, no, you can't do that. You can't do what everybody else is doing because you have a child. So you're going to have to take care of this child. And like from there, it was just like, okay, I have this child depending on me, so let me just do this. And But I still think it's important to make time for yourself because as mothers, especially single mothers, we're both single mothers, and we get overwhelmed all the time, mm-hmm. you know, having two kids and, you know, dealing with all the things that we have to deal with, which is, I think we deal with different things because you have two daughters i have two sons yes so and we bounce like, back we, with yeah. each other because like, of that. oh well he did this oh well she, she did, did this. this like girls do this boys, boys do, this. do this like yeah so we can like you know have those conversations in in that way it's if good. either it's one healthy. of us you know like if you decide to have another child and it's a boy huh? I'm just saying. (laughs) Bitch, don't play with me. Don't you wish that on me, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) Don't you do that shit, bitch. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm talking about anyway. If I, if, if, you know, if either one of us decides to have, you know, a a third child and it's of the opposite Mm -hmm. sex, we kind of have that information from each other, like to be like, okay, well, I told her this about boys. She told me this about girls. But I don't think that I want a girl. I don't think that I want boys. 
I'll take one of your boys on the weekend, but I'm not <laughs> having any boys. I talk about that all the time. I'm not raising no sons because I have to knock a nigga out real quick, girl. <laughs> That's a really I just in yeah. this world and this patriarch. Yeah. And I, I feel like yeah, well, my youngest down. son, my oldest son, his name is Zay. What's your youngest son's My name? youngest son is Cash. My Cash, baby. And Cash is like just, the, they're like night and day. So Zay is, you know, quiet. He's to himself. He's definitely an introvert. And Cash is just like the life of the party. Like he just don't give, give a, a fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he don't give like, a goddamn. He said, what you say? What? <laughs> what, you say? <laughs> what you looking at? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, what you looking at? What you looking at? I said, and it, it just rolled right off of me like, because he like, he just always like that. Like, that. I was, I was like, like, what are you looking oh, at? Oh, I'm looking at your phone. <laughs> I love him so we yeah. were basically saying that like I was telling her I think that in my producer that the ideal age I feel to have kids is 30 to 35 and I was telling him it's, it's not scary to think about having children children are amazing I love my kids but mm-hmm. it is scary when you have not figured out who you are when you have a kid at an age where you're lost all those insecurities reflect in your parenthood they reflect in your children as you raise them because trim, children mimic you Mm-hmm. So if you were all this and you lazy and you ain't got your shit together, your child will mimic every part of you and expose all your insecurities. And some people take it out on their children and they're like, don't be like this or get frustrated because they are frustrated with themselves. Mm-hmm. So when you don't become a whole person and do what you're supposed to do in life and figure out who you really are, you it is hard. You do feel like you give up your life at a young age because you didn't experience life. I didn't right. experience life at 19. And for women, it is it's really, really pushed on us to just be a mom just just do this do everything for them work a nine to five don't live your life and so i think that guilt sits with us yeah and, and i'm gonna tell just kind of a story <laughs> <laughs> me and d got a crazy story both of us uh both of them but <laughs> of when we took edibles and we tripped the fuck out and our most insecure moment came out to haunt us so (laughs) these situation happened on our girl's trip which was the motherfucking bomb our girl trip was the the bomb like Good. Girl, I got so much dick that week. No, I just got actually. <laughs> was it? Oh man, I was in a relationship with her. <laughs> no, she didn't. Never mind. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> Y'all, I swear I'm playing. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Um, D had a crazy moment. Why don't you tell us what the hell happened to you, bitch? Okay, well, let me just put this disclaimer out there that I do not smoke on a regular basis. Now, when I was younger. Before I had kids, yes, I smoked all the time. I smoked every day. After I got pregnant, I stopped smoking, of course. By the time I came back to smoking, it was like all these different strains. And, you know, it was just too much for me. My, like my tolerance level had went all the way down. So from that point, I've just never really been able to pick back up on uh, smoking. I get like paranoid. So. Understatement. We. <laughs> <laughs> we take this girl's trip and you know one of our uh friends you know is like you know oh, no, i didn't you get dick take... on that girl's trip actually that was not the that girl's trip no oh no that was a, yeah that dick. was a, that was see i was one. faithful she was anyways i never ahead. doubted you okay <laughs> love you but um yeah so one of uh our friends that was on the trip with us she was like I want everybody to take edibles. It's going to be so fun. Blah, blah, blah. Shout out to Sadie. <laughs> yes. Hey, Sadie girl. Um, so I, I agree to go ahead and take one. So 
where I fucked up at was I took a half of one and they were just like little like nuggets. They look like little weed nuggets. They did. They and, literally um, look like nuggets of yes, weed, but it was like candy. Weed, but it was like crazy. Candy. Yeah. I had never seen it before, but I took half of one and I guess, you know, me not realizing like how long it takes to kick in. You know, I had waited a while. I wasn't feeling nothing. So it like, was a while. It was a while. It was a while. So after probably like 30 minutes and I still didn't feel nothing. I took the other half. I was like, okay, I'm and not feeling nothing. you took a shower or something? I, that you're going to- I took a shower after I had took it. So oh, okay. I took the other half and I was like, I'm going to go ahead, you know, take a shower, whatever. I get out the shower. I'm still good. I'm, I'm about to get dressed. I'm literally, I lean over to put my underwear my on. My panties on. And <laughs> <laughs> bitch, that shit hit me hit like her. a fucking freight train. Like <sighs> as soon as I bent over to put my leg in my panties. I just it just hit me and and like I realized I was like, oh yo if you know God. you know I was like, ah you know you I, know that feeling I start yo. like freaking out because like if I get too high <laughs> I just want to go to fuck the Girl. sleep like when you came with that so restroom and I saw you I was, I like, was just What's like going on my eyes were big I was just <laughs> you like was. I just you need to I was panicking I was just like walking around. I just need to, and I remember her coming in there and be like, are you going to, are you trying to lay down? What's going on? Bitch, yes. I need to take a nap. I need a nap. I just, I just She was walking sleep. around, y'all. She was grabbing the cover. She was like, uh, uh. I was like, what, what happened? I was like, are you high? She's like, yeah. I was like, I was scared at how she looked, but I just bust out laughing. It was so, scary. but this is not, the, that's not the worst part. No, it's not. Because I wanted to just, you know, take a nap and like sleep it off. <laughs> and so, same friend, shout out to Sadie. Hey, girl. Sadie, but, you got, you really had her fucked up. But anyway. So she's like, um, no, just drink a Red Bull, you know, like it'll get you, you know, feeling better. Like you'll, you'll have energy. A Red Bull, y'all. Another side note, I've never had a Red Bull in my life. I don't drink energy drinks, like, so I had no idea, like, how it was going to do me. So, so let's take weed in combination. And then yeah, another let's, thing we don't right. take. I'm not thinking logically because I'm already, the highest already hit me. So I'm like, okay, you know what's best for me right now. <laughs> You're taking care of me And I don't right remember now. telling you that because I would have told you no. Why yes. would you take something that speeds so, her heart up? So I drink the Red Bull and my heart, like, I literally felt like my heart was about to jump out my chest. Mm-hmm. And I was like sitting there grabbing my chest. I was thinking about my kids. <laughs> my See, kids are insecurity. at home. And now here I am. I'm about to die. Yeah. <laughs> Literal death, girl. Yes. I am about to yeah. fucking die right now. How are they going to explain Ew. this to my kids? <laughs> She died from taking an edible and drinking a fucking Red Bull. Oh Yo, it's like that, y'all. Like you literally, you're in. You're so insecure about the fact that I'm not. I shouldn't even be on this girl ship. I shouldn't yes, be enjoying like, my fucking life. What am I doing life. here? Like I'm uh, taking drugs. Yes, Who do I think I am? What am I what doing? Am I doing? I'm so fucking horrible. Stupid. Just don't. <laughs> oh my god. She looked like all those emotions. I like I was like, like, I was high. But regular high, like I was on, I was just smoking yeah. weed because I was high the whole trip, and I, I was looking at you and felt your panic. Like I was like, yes. Ugh. And I'm the type of person that I don't want to put my panic on other people. You didn't tell nobody nothing. I wasn't gonna say anything. Just I just wanted around. to lay down and just you know like get my thoughts together. But inside my head, like 
my thoughts were all over the place. Like yeah. I was fucking <laughs> losing it. And I just felt like, okay, I do not want to be that friend on this trip. I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> like I feel like, you know, you like look like that. Really panicking, but like the look on my face was just like it was so horrible. <laughs> and then these bitches made me go to the fucking to the mall. mall. High as fuck like this. I have these big ass shades on. Oh my, oh, y'all. That's where I'm gonna drop a, a picture of this grocery. <laughs> picture of you with the big Yes. You were just like, huh. you just had the big shades. <laughs> I was like, why do you look like me? And you were like, I was high. I was scared. You literally, she looked like them people who fall asleep and you just put big ass shades on them to look like they awake. She just looks stuck in all the pictures and it looks so weird when we yes. look back on them. Look back. Yo. So embarrassing but everybody that was on that trip to this day still laughs at that moment because it was just so crazy and even then like we went to a restaurant and i was like tripping out i had like distanced myself from the whole okay wait 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 Wait, let me give them some context because we had a girl on the trip who was just not in the the party spirit she was like kind of just having a moment in her life so she was just already not in a good mood so her attitude and her demeanor was making D even more paranoid. Yes. So D thought D was internalizing it, thinking that the girl just didn't like her, even though we're all friends. But the girl was just literally having like a bad trip. She just was not happy with whatever was going on with herself. So then tell them what, what happened at the restaurant, what you said, girl. I was like, I was sitting there and I was like, <laughs> start looking I at started us. thinking, I was like sitting there, you know, I'm having all these thoughts and I started looking around and I'm like, why is nobody talking to me? <laughs> we You're not talking to you. me. You're not talking to me. <laughs> like, but you was aggressive. Like, like why is, well, no one why is to nobody me? talking to me? Like, why y'all mad at me? <laughs> Everybody was looking like, what Me and Sadie looked at each other, and then we looked at you and was like, you high. Like, no, nah, you, <laughs> like, you're high. You're good. We, we, we love and you. And I still, you're even good. then, I was just like, really? We're like, nobody is talking to me right now. it really now. feels like, like y'all all ignoring me. We're like, bitch, you're literally standing in the corner, <laughs> high, not saying anything, and we living our life. Like, <laughs> it's you, girl. Oh, but I knew because I had just took an edible two months before that, and I knew what she was feeling because as soon as I took it, and I was breastfeeding at the time, so I knew I shouldn't have been doing shit that I was doing anyway, and I wasn't breastfeeding at the moment, but I had the baby and was rocking her and I took the edible and my partner took the edible before me. He was fine. He was like, oh, I don't even feel nothing. So then I took it, didn't feel nothing, took another half like you did. And then I'm yeah. rocking the baby and we're watching this crazy, we, we're watching um, Boondocks, Boondocks Saints. If anyone has seen it, it's such a good movie. It's like this Irish white movie. It's good as hell. So we were watching it. It's trippy. And then a brick wall, you know, comes through <laughs> yes. the room and hits me upside my fucking head. Yes. And I'm rocking my baby and I look down at my baby like, I don't even deserve this baby. Like, girl, <laughs> I like, freaked people, like, out. Like, I was I like, know. my heart was beating so fast. And I was like, I looked over at him. He not looking at me. And I'm just like, no one knows what's happening to me <laughs> right. right now. So I give him the baby and I'm just sitting there. And I'm just like, literally, I feel like I'm in the wall. And I'm just like looking around. And I'm just thinking about how awful of a parent I am. Like, I had this baby. I took right. an edible. And I thought I was just going to live my fucking life. Right. Like, what? Girl, so when you when I saw you and I felt you, and then I told you watch Girls Trip because yes. she tripped out, and that's exactly <laughs> what happens. You just automatically think of your yes. baby. And you know what? I would say, like, from that experience, I will never take another edible oh, again. Girl. I didn't take I don't after think, that. I don't think I would. 
but or don't, maybe don't like, listen to I, her y'all try what you want to try because i'm just saying me i know i'm just telling you no, know i'm not trying not to influence to nobody you. but <laughs> what i am saying is that at least like when you smoke weed you can stop when you feel yourself getting high to a certain point that is so true when an edible you have no control of how high you're gonna be down. so yeah. you have it's just like you are sober literally one minute and then the next minute is like boom you are like the right, highest that you yeah. have ever fucking been. And I, that was just like a panic for me. I was and just zero like, to hundred. Oh my God. Like, but I've just, I've just definitely had, that was just, you know, it was well, a bad for moment. all the, the people who don't do edibles or want to try like edibles, psychedelics, all that are fucking amazing. Like I just tried mushrooms for the first time, but I had never done anything but like weed. I don't like, I don't usually experiment with drugs. I had a strict upbringing and I was scared. My mom made me think that, I'm going to fucking do crack if I experiment. So if you do an edible, just know that after 30 minutes or an hour, if you took something like a high concentration or it's it's a lot, do not think that it, it's not going to work. Right. Take more. It is going to work. It is going to kick in and everyone does it. Everybody does it because I seen a meme that was like 30 minutes later, man, this ain't shit. Yeah. An hour later. <laughs> right. Yes. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> shut, bitch. Like, you, it hits you in such a way that you yeah. literally think you're like in the start. I, I probably oh, would have been okay if I, if I didn't take the other half. Like, I think it was just me taking the other half and like, that's what happened to me. I, that brownie. I don't, I don't even feel this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like who do we like, think we are doing right. that shit? But I don't it wasn't. Do this, but let me take a And lie. I really <laughs> thought that you know because it wasn't that big. Like I said, it was like a little weed nugget. Like it was not big at all. I remember. I took that and half. It was and weird. The taste. I was like, yeah, because it, like it was like banana weed, split. But it, but it was like it tasted weed. like weed too. Mm-hmm. It was a really unique kind of um, edible. You oh um, yeah, because usually it's like gummies or brownies or you know something. But you it was know. like actually like homegirl got the shits. Yeah. We don't Shout name out. her. Anyway. Shout out Sadie. Shout out to that girl. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> yeah, hey, anyways. Girl. That, I but, just want um, people to know that, like, it actually can be extremely fun. You just got to be around the right people. You got to be in the right mindset. You got to mm-hmm. have children and know that, like, they going to be all right. Because we right. did not think that. Yes. My baby was in my arms, and I was like, I, was I like, am not okay. <laughs> what are my kids doing? And I think one of, the, one of the girls had asked me, like, well, why don't you just call Cash? And that's right and i was like no yeah and yes. i actually i i did and call I him and he <laughs> didn't answer the phone and i was like when and i, I thought back good. on it i was like thank god yes, i was like he did not D, answer the phone because don't like do that i was just yeah i was tripping now <laughs> yeah i think if it had just been me and you you would have been fine but you know all the other people stared you down <laughs> them girls tripping they're gonna be like this bitch oh and um i also want to talk about the fact that like you know me and d are talking here we're cool but right before that girl's trip i really didn't even like her because she did invite me <laughs> she's looking at me that like here she go. no she that go. was not that one. Oh, that was, wasn't it that was okay. the second one right. well never mind i did like so, her we, yes. we still friends we it's were fine. i guess we'll, we'll talk about the second girl's trip later which no I we got. won't <laughs> <laughs> We definitely That's will the not. Way I got, you know, some good dick you know. and all that other stuff. I know I told everybody to masturbate last weekend, and I hope that you all went home and took tips and actually did it because right. um, I just kind of feel like if you're already dealing with all the shit of the world, why also deal with these ain't shit ass niggas when you could just that you is know, so true. Charge your vibrator up, but um, I actually am seeing someone. I'm seeing a new person now, and we're kind of getting a little bit serious. And the only issues that I kind of have with him is that I'm starting to realize that when I do need him the most, he's broke. So 
it just kind of frustrates me that each time that I come to him and need him to really be there for me, he's broke. So what I end up having to do is always keep my charger on me so that now my new, you know, partner, which is my vibrator, that's the new person I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't always broke. Because every time I head, come like... to get my vibrator, it's fucking broke. But it's really just my batteries ain't charged. So now I keep my charger by the side. So me and him ain't really got problems like that. So... I just want y'all to know if y'all niggas ain't doing it. You should new nigga. I did. He broke, but I can fix him. <laughs> I had you go in there, bitch. You really like, because I'm sitting here. You see my... You tell like, me about what? <laughs> well, I did go on a date, though, you guys. And I forgot to tell y'all about it the other week. This is not with my vibrator, but it was a good-ass date. I went on a date with someone who's about to become a doctor. Shout dope. out. Shout out. Shout out. I just want you to know that you dope. Not going to name names, but you know who you is. And ew, it was a good ass date. And um, some things happened. So feeling pretty good about myself. All right, guys. So as we close it out, you know, I don't have a black sheep of the week. Sorry, that birthday party that I went to, it just ran so long. And I was just so happy to see the people I was around. So I didn't really get a chance to. But um, I really just wanted to talk to all the women of the world and especially the ones who've been listening to my podcast Shout out to all y'all because I definitely got way more support and listens than I ever thought I would have just this first week. So many people shout me out. So many people post me on their story. Like, thank you, Black Sheep, because I like it, it just means so much to me. So my Black Sheep of the Week is all of you. All of you supporting me. All of you who have that same mindset as me. All of you who are going against the grain. All of you who are fighting, like, the people around you who don't feel the way you feel, just to make this world a better place. So, shout out to y'all. And I want to tell y'all something so important. Women. Like, I'm really speaking to the women right now. Go up for those positions that you do not think you're qualified for. Even if you don't have the credentials or it says might need a degree or don't need a degree or you don't have this experience. But, you know, go up for these positions anyway. We literally have two white men running this country right now who are not qualified. Nothing and what they're saying and doing makes them qualified to run a country. So that should be your motivation to go up for all the positions and go and do the things that you don't think. So I didn't think I could do a podcast. Just go for it. Nobody is telling you where your cap is or what your limit is. Keep making spaces. Keep fighting for these opportunities. Just keep going like. I promise you, like, we need more of us in this world. We need more of us in these spaces. Go up for whatever you want. Just go for it. Go up for the positions. Go up for the jobs. Go up for whatever. Like, do not stop fighting. So, shout out to y'all. And thank you, everyone who's been streaming, subscribing. Like, uh, this episode was so stressful because I didn't have enough time. And I'm so glad my best friend came way out from Pflugerville, which is like, way far and, and to celebrate this episode with me or to have this episode with me i love you so much best friend i hope to have her on way more episodes and oh guys i know i gave a shout out to my producer last time and everyone is writing me about him like um i'm gonna post his uh his name and where you can find him in the link just so that if you were really thinking about starting a podcast do it and hit him up like he told me i know that he's busy but he told me that he is taking taking on new people He's awesome. He'll help you get everything figured out. I wasn't sure. I didn't have my cover art and have everything. I have my ideas together. He got all together for me. So I'm going to put that in the bio, in, um, the link in the bio. And shout out. I mean, oh, D, tell, tell everybody where we can find you at. 
Okay, you can find me on Facebook, uh, D-Love, D-E-E-L-O-V-E. That's her real name, guys. I know. Yes. It's so cool. D-Love. But, um, and then you can find me on Instagram, uh, J-U-S-S underscore me, M-E underscore D-E-E. So, yeah, just hit me up. Yeah, she's as fine as she looks. I mean, as she sounds, y'all. All right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. I just feel goofy right now. (laughs) I can't make you my black sheep of the week because how are you a black sheep? I'm a black sheep because I have been through a lot lately and I have withstand all the bullshit. Do you know what a black sheep is? Yeah, somebody that gets through it despite what the fuck ever, right? No. She lying. <laughs> That's not it. She doesn't know what a black sheep is. A black sheep. She can't define <laughs> my show, bitch. <laughs> what you're not going to do is come on Okay. Here Disclaimer. It is. A- the show is changing <laughs> today. <laughs> going to have a new host. First of all, bitch, it means having a different mindset or being different in the space that you were in. And you just like everybody else because you basic. Oh, oh. Wow. wow. <laughs> I am far from basic. Cause tell you, bitch. Tell me. Um, <laughs> I said that hard. <laughs> Let me tell you something, bitch. <laughs> I am fucking far from yeah. basic. Yeah, tell me about Let it. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I really ain't gonna tell you nothing. Okay. You know what? Okay. I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs>